Oh, but I have to tell a Disneyland story first. Okay. Just because this was probably the cutest thing in the whole world. Okay. So the girls wanted to go. The first thing they wanted to do was meet Mickey Mouse. So we hightail it back to Toontown, go to Mickey Mouse's house, and get in line to see Mickey. And then... Amelia is just over the moon. She sees Mickey Mouse. She thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. The first thing she does is she runs up and gives him a hug. She meets her idol. Olivia's a little more hesitant, says, hey, smiles for a picture. And then as we're walking out of the room, she's like, he's not real. <laughs> we're like, what do you, what what do do you mean, mean, Olivia? What do you mean he's not real? Because his eyes don't move. His eyes don't even move. And, like, and Amelia pipes in. Yeah, and he didn't even talk. <laughs> so, I mean, the magic lasted for about 10 minutes. <laughs> I guess he can break Santa Claus now. Uh, no, we're not breaking Santa Claus. I didn't, I believed in Santa Claus until I was 12. Hate on me. I don't care. I had a magical childhood. <laughs> to another episode of Gym Junkies. I'm Brecken. And I'm Jonathan. And uh, we're back from our extended vacation. <laughs> it's only been a month. Well, not quite, but about when it comes out, it'll be a month. Yeah, yeah we, uh, had, we had some fun things happen. Yeah. We were at Conclave. You'll, everybody heard the interview with our bestie, John Carter. And then we decided to go to Disneyland with the yeah. twins. We took the twins to Disneyland, and then we've been prepping for the Las Vegas show. Yes, and for those of you that aren't in the jewelry industry, don't know anything about how it operates, uh, the last week of May in, in Las Vegas is... First week of June. Yeah, last week of May, first week of June, depending on the year, is insanity. So basically... All your jewelry manufacturers, jewelry designers, loose gemstone dealers, and everyone else haul to the desert when it's like 110 degrees outside and uh, live in convention centers for a week. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun. I actually like it. It's fun because you get to see all your friends and everything yeah. like that. But it really has made me dislike Las Vegas. Yeah. Playing in Las Vegas is a lot different than working in Las Vegas. For sure. But on the other note, we have been working to get some of these pieces done since, like, December. Like, we start planning for this show months out, months and months, half a year out. What we're going to launch, what's going to be the new exciting thing, how's it going to go, and kind of just building up stock. So... Right now, we have a ton of new jewelry, which I'm so excited about because, of course, I want to own all of it. And Jonathan has some new things coming through, don't you? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I think that's... Well, let's fingers crossed they get finished in the next two weeks. (laughs) But Jonathan made some... Some lapel pins. Yeah. So that was kind of... really cool, fun... It was interesting to sit down and work with you because I typically, when I design things i sit by myself and with my in your own little world yeah with, with my little headphones on. on and kind of look at stones and and this one you had someone over your shoulder no, well not, not over my no. shoulder you were kind of sitting next to me and you were like this is my idea and i would be supportive and say that's a great idea <laughs> that's a terrible idea let me fix it 
No. I no, we it I'm gonna it it'll be fun to see how some of these turned out. Yeah. I think the spider is gonna be done. The spider should be cool. Yeah, the spider should be super cool. We Jonathan um had the idea of making a spider. And so um I found this mint garnet crystal, or it was a savorite mm-hmm. um crystal. And it kind of in the shape, its body shape, kind of like a spider. So it'll it'll be cool. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, there's some really cool stuff. Anyway, on to gem junkies. Yeah, so this week we are going to talk all about phenomenal gemstones. So the phenomenal gemstones. Um, so a lot of people know about different phenomenal gemstones, and maybe they don't realize they're called phenomenal gemstones. But uh, there's there's basically two main types. So we're going to talk about both of them. They're either caused by structure, like how the stone, the crystal structure, or how the stone, if it doesn't have crystal structure, how the stone's actually made, or uh, it's caused by inclusions in the stone. So I think we're going to talk about structure first. Yeah, so phenomenal gemstones are gemstones that display display something other than something unique, right? So... Uh, if we're going into structure first, our favorite, opal. Yeah. So opal is probably the most, one of the most well-known phenomenal gemstones, and it has play of color. And play of color uh, is caused by diffraction. And Which so- is where the light enters the gem, wraps around the silica sphere, and kind of... Depending on the size. Size of the sphere. This sphere, size of the sphere. That's the color you see. Correct. It breaks light down into its spectral colors. Larger spheres, red. A lot like a rainbow. Smaller spheres, blue, and then you go from there on the rainbow. Right. And everything in between. And everything in between. And it's quite magical to see. Yeah. And, and, and the only the only gemstone that shows play of color. Mm-hmm. So. Gorgeous. Yeah. So then the next one, which is also... Well known, but some people may not know it's a phenomenal gemstone, mm-hmm. which is pearls. Yeah. So pearls have what's called iridescence, which is also the most common of um, of the phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Because there's more pearls because than there's anything more pearls. else. Because we can make pearls. <laughs> yeah. So there's tons of pearls. And so the iridescence, so that's just basically the shiny, kind of the shininess of the... Yeah, the iridescence. Yeah. Um, and beautiful iridescence... There's a layered quality to it, right? Because the nacre builds on layers. Right. And so the light can penetrate multiple layers at a time and then come back. So it, it does, it's not a flat looking right. play right. of color. It's not, not play of color, but phenomenon. It, right. it has depth to it. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And you can get different colors too, depending on the nacre. So more of a rosy, more of a silvery, and that all depends on the nacre. Yeah. But really, with all the phenomenal gems, phenomenal gems, they all have depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's, 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 There's a little three-dimensionality to it. Yeah, for sure. You're not just looking at the surface of a gem and or the color that, that's coming to your eye. It, it, it all has to do with the inner workings of the gemstone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the next ones would be Labradorite. Which, I love Labradorite. Yeah, so it has what's and called... We haven't ever talked about it on Gem Junkies. No. So maybe it should be a future. Uh, there's a couple. At the end, we'll ask what you want to hear about next. Yeah. So ones that we haven't done. So Labradorite's one of them. And it has what's called Labradorescence. Uh, it comes from Labrador, Canada. Yeah. So it, it, It's pretty cool. I have a rhino, a Labradorite rhino carved 
or carved rhino sitting on my desk. Yeah. Because I'm bullheaded, I guess. <laughs> rhino. I'm a rhino. <laughs> and so Labrador... I'm sorry. I've had my coffee today. <laughs> uh, I guess so. So Labrador essence can come in many Just different... Just not to laugh. <laughs> the er... So... How much coffee did you have? Anyway, it's late in the afternoon and I've had coffee, so... <laughs> so Labrador Essence can come in a lot of different colors. You can get blues, yellows, greens. So it's kind of like play of color. Yeah, so let's just let's describe it a little bit. It's a gray stone or a dark right. colored stone. Dark gray. That looks like it has sheets of color on top of it. Right. And then the different sheets of color, and then depending on the direction that you're viewing it in the different layers, mm -hmm. so one layer might have the red or orange, and one layer might have yellow, and one might have blue, mm -hmm. and then depending on which angle you look at it, you can see the different colors. We will post a picture of my rhino. Sure. And then maybe a video, so you can see all the different colors in him. But he is super cool. So that's another phenomenon. Yeah. And maybe... An episode, we'll, well, we'll have to. One day. One day, we'll delve into Labradorite. So another one that we haven't talked about, which is a fun one. That and super popular right now. Very popular right now, which is Moonstone. Moonstone. So you have a cool story about Moonstone, right? Yeah, I do. I have a cool story. And so... Should, well, should we first talk about what what the phenomenon is for? So it's agilorescence. And agilorescence is the most... The most common thing that you would see that is basically agilorescence is... Is the sky. The sky. It's so blue. the fact that the sky is blue is due to the same thing as agilorescence. So it's it's a scattering of light. So light isn't any one single color, but kind of the scattering of light, you end up with blue. And a moonstone. The blue yes. sky and whatever is going right. on inside that moonstone. So it looks like... So moonstone typically is a clear mm -hmm. gemstone. Um, some might call it white or colorless mm -hmm. and then it gets a nice like blue cloud effect almost like it's glowing yeah yeah the very best moonstone looks like it's glowing but it's a colorful glow we should we should do an episode on moonstone prices on moonstone are all over the board too because yeah. at tucson this year we saw moonstone that was half a million dollars i mean and i it blew my mind it was gorgeous yeah beautiful Gorgeous. Insane. Insane. All right. My Moonstone story? Yeah. Just because, you know, I like to add a little flair for the dramatic. Uh, it Moonstone is believed to bring good fortune and is a very sacred stone in India. So they it's never displayed for sale in India unless it's on a yellow cloth. Now, this was, of course, way back in the day. I don't know if that's the same for now, but it has to be displayed on a yellow cloth because that is a very sacred color. And it is a gift for lovers. So give your gala moonstone. It's believed to arouse the tender passion and to give lovers the power to read into the future. So they can either, they can read their fortune, good or bad, uh, whatever is in store for them. But to gain this knowledge, the stone must be placed in the mouth while the moon is full. So, there so you how, go. Do you, how do you see it if it's in the mouth? No, it's it's supposed to give you the power. So you put it in your mouth and you're like It's the end. We're gonna we're gonna love each other for a long time and have Love you long time. <laughs> and have lots of babies and happily ever after or oh shit, this is gonna be bad. Huh. <laughs> 
It's sad, good or bad. You, and hope you don't choke. I hope you don't choke at the same time. On your moonstone. What is it with putting things in your mouth to gain their power? Because this isn't the first time we've heard this, putting it under your tongue and that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the old stories all have to do with Oldies eating. Oldies but goldies. Eating, drinking, placing it in your mouth. I mean, it just shows the imagination of humans. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's sure. got to be our best trait. Is our imagination? Is our imagination. Yeah. I, I guess think we would. So. And, and saving ourselves from, I don't know, serpents and all other kinds of things using gemstones. <laughs> uh, so that kind of completes the first type, which is the phenomenal gemstones caused by structure. And so by structure, we just mean. The crystal structure of the gemstone. Well, there is no crystal structure. Well, amorphous. Amorphous is lack of crystal structure. And it is organic. So scratch that brecken. But the structure, due to the structure. Due to the structure of the gem. Yeah. Not necessarily crystal structure, but just structure. So then the second type would be um, due to inclusions. So our uh, favorite souvenirs from the Earth's crust. Absolutely. So the most uh, the most common probably that people have heard of is cat's eye, which is chatoyancy, oh, which yeah. is a great word. So a chatoyancy or cat's cat's eye is where there are parallel needle like inclusions that um, that run through the stone, and so then when when you get it when you get light on the stone, it shows. Like a cat's eye, it shows like a, a glowing line. Yeah, and cut is very, very important to this phenomenon. Right. So they cut the stone so that the needle-like inclusions are parallel with the base of the stone. And and that's the other you thing. You have is, to dome it, too. It yeah, has to be domed. Yeah, so, so most all of these stones are cut, especially phenomenal stones. Um, they're normally cut as cabochons. Yep. Yeah, so not necessarily in... Obviously, like not pearls, but mm-hmm. you don't cut pearls, but yeah. Uh, but they're also rounded. Yeah, but they're round as well. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's kind of interesting that I we're think mostly because to the do emphasis isn't on returning light to the eye through facets, right? Because the light already comes back, and the interesting thing about the gem already comes back without having to facet the stone. Mm. My yeah. thought. Yeah. Brecken's thoughts. Brecken's thoughts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's chatoyancy. So you see chatoyancy in chrysoberyl, which is like an Alexandrite, or yeah. cat's eye chrysoberyl. If is, you've attended GIA, you will not leave that institution without having wanting. to own a cat's eye chrysoberyl. Yeah, and the and the, the thing with chrysoberyl, which is a little different than just the it it also shows kind of what's called a milk and honey. Ah, sweet effect. milk and honey. And that's mm. when you hold the light at a right angle to the gemstone. And so then you get the darkness on one side, which is mm-hmm. the honey. And then, uh, and then on the other side where the light is, that's where you get more of the milk, which is the lighter. So you get kind of the light and the dark. And so it's the gem kind of splits in half of coloring. Yeah. And then the other part that you get in all, um, Chatoyant gems and cat's eyes is when you have two different, two separate light this sources. This is like my favorite day at GIA. <laughs> because, the, you know, you get your two lights. Yeah. You hold and them on it, either side of the gemstone and you move them. 
Yeah, and then it looks like... Looks like the eyes opening. Opening and, and closing. closing. So it's like it blinks at you. Yeah. So maybe we can get a video. I've got a, uh, I've got a cat's eye scapolite. Look at us go. We bought that in Thailand. We, we did. We have, two, we have two cat's eye scapolites. I had it actually pulled aside because I want to make it into a lapel pin. But oh, I, we haven't done it yet. But anyway, you only so have lapel pins. Like, seriously. I love Everyone my lapel pins. Everyone thinks I have a problem with jewelry. It's good. <laughs> I have a problem more with gemstones, but I've just found lapel pins are the easiest way for me to make them. Because yeah. men's rings are so expensive to make. Yeah, so, so chatoyancy or chatoyant gemstones, the cat's eye is supposed to ward off evil spirits. Very similar to the evil eye. Because ah, it right. it looks like an eye, sure. right? Because you've got the line of light that and it runs blinks. down the middle. And it blinks at you. So <laughs> there you go. Now. Yeah. Um, so it comes in crystal barrel, tourmaline, quartz, sapphire, all that wow. good stuff. Yeah. And then one step kind of past chatoyancy would be asterism. And that's where you have more than one set of parallel inclusions where they intersect. And so that's where you get, if you get two sets, you get a four ray star. If you have three sets, you get a six ray star. And you can even get... More than that, twelve you, ray star. Yeah, you do you can remember get, that crazy yeah. black star sapphire? Yeah, that, that had, had a twelve ray yeah, star on it, and crazy. so that would be six sets. Mm -hmm. So that would be really crazy. So that's that's the most I think I've ever heard of. I don't know that that's so the they most call ever. it star. Asterism yeah. is asterism star. is a star. So you have you know obviously star sapphires are are the most well known and probably the best star look. rubies. But you also <gasps> get I got a star ruby, didn't I? Yeah. It's oh in my, my box. gosh, I got it this year. Yeah. So you have a star ruby, so we can show that one as I well. I have been, that's another one from GIA that I wanted so bad after I left GIA, but they're expensive. Yeah. And we ended up acquiring one that was like an estate piece. Yeah, it's a nice one. We pulled it out of the ring and it's just waiting for me. And again, you can get asterism in Chris Barrel. <laughs> Jonathan's trying to talk. Corundum. Like, I'm going to have a star ruby. Garnet. <laughs> Diopside, which diopsides are pretty much all, normally a four ray star, opal. and spinel. Opal. Yeah, we do have a three ray <laughs> star opal, but solid opal that doesn't solid fit. Opal. That doesn't. That's not based on inclusions. That's due to structure. So it's kind mm -hmm. of it's a little different. It's a tricky than, one. I don't know that it, you would necessarily call it asterism, though. It gives you a star. And my star Idaho opal, yeah. too. Yeah, and then we have star... So they're all it has, Idaho opal. It has something to do with how the silica spheres are... Are arranged. lined up. And there was a whole uh, write-up on them yeah. back in the 70s. I think when your dad found a pocket of Idaho star material. Star yeah. Yeah, and so we're, we're lucky enough to have two left of that. We actually... I have a star Idaho triplet. And we had to buy it back from a customer that Frank sold it to, like in yeah. the eighties or something. My like dad that. was was not as much of a collector. He as is we not are. a collector, and I'm like, we need this in the family. This well, is that's our probably history. He was trying to actually put food on the table. <laughs> it's a little different. He made it so we could be collectors. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, so yeah, so intersecting parallel inc uh, parallel inclusions, typically rutile needles. Um, and this again, very important with the cut. Yep. Again, dome. you cut it parallel. Uh, you have to have you typically a nice dome, usually a flat bottom, but not always. And then you cut 
so that they are parallel to the base. The thing that I find super interesting is it is very rare to find a fine quality star sapphire or ruby that you would think to be the best color ruby and the right. best color Typically sapphire. they're off-colored. So yeah. even, and that's like where normally you'd call a pink sapphire. Well, there is no such thing as a really as a pink star sapphire. They just call it a star ruby. Yeah, GIA is very lenient about this, where they're about typically color. not on star rubies. It can even go into a purpley color. Yeah, and they'll still call it. And a, they'll still call it a star ruby. It can be pinky, purpley, and or all the way to and red. And they are often they often have almost a gray or milky component to them. Too. Right, right, because and that's due to the inclusions mm-hmm. inside the stone aren't allowing the color to be as pure. Yeah, so the so typically star sapphire you see a lot of gray. A lot of gray, black. Undersaturated yeah. colors. Yep. But still cool. We had a friend that got engaged with the star sapphire. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that was cool. Yeah. And it looked yeah. massive on her finger because yeah, it's this huge high domed star sapphire. Yeah. It was cool. Next one. Oh, but I have a story first. You forgot my story <laughs> my about bad. the star sapphire. You need to just like look at her before you start talking. She needs again. to give me the okay <laughs> to go forward. A star sapphire might be called a stone of destiny. Ooh. Yeah. As the three crossbars which traverse it are believed to represent faith, hope, and destiny. As the stone is moved or the light changes, a living star appears. As a guiding gem warding off ill omen and the evil eye, the star sapphire is worn for the same reasons, um, basically to protect the wearer. Um, it is also said, and this is what I find super interesting, because it is so potent, a gemstone. Potent. It's potent, which means its powers are, are potent. strong. Very strong powers. Ooh. If you own a star sapphire. Or ruby. Or ruby, and then gift it or sell it. You still get the powers from that stone, and even so the, though it's a new ownership. You still receive the benefits of having once owned that stone. Wow! It was in your life because it was in your aura. In your, so your, in your aura, life, it's like your aura absorbs the yeah. the potency. The potency of the stars sapphire. <laughs> but so there was a another. Um, Well, pretty famous traveler, Richard Francis Burton, Sir Richard Francis Burton, who always carried a star sapphire with him when he traveled. And he claims that it always brought him good horses and prompt attention wherever he went. And that it was basically his guiding star (laughs) on his travels. So if you need good horses... Good horses. Or prompt attention. Or prompt attention. <laughs> Have once own a star sapphire and then sell it and you'll still get good horses and prompt attention. Yeah. Does it say how long you have to own it? Because, I mean... No, I mean... Can you, like, buy it for, like, five minutes and then just move it along? Maybe. I mean, you did at some point own it. If we're going literally by the letter letter of this law. (laughs) Okay. Should we move on to the next one? Sure. Let's do this. (laughs) So, the next one, which is probably less well-known, is Aventurescence. You did it. We practiced that. Aventurescence. (laughs) I always want to add a D. Like, adventure... But it's aventure essence, which is the reflection of small but eye visible Mm -hmm. plate like inclusions 
And the most well-known uh, gemstone that has this is sunstone feldspar. Yeah, beautiful sunstone. So it has either copper or hematite inclusions. Right. And looking at it under a microscope. Super cool. So cool. Yeah. So cool. You see all these little plates of copper. Yeah, it looks like little square, little squares, these yeah. little plates that are all over. Uh, you also do get it in aventurine quartz as well. It, the sunstone comes from Oregon. It does. Great. And not just Oregon. There's not just Oregon. Places, there's but, yeah. lots of good places to get it. But if, you know, you want Very well U.S. Known. connection. Yeah, the U.S. is the Oregon sunstone. is we beautiful. We sold it. Um, and oh, we still have it. And typically <laughs> like a red-orange, red-orange base color. And yeah. then it has all these little gold they're golden typically flex. golden flecks inside, so it's 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 cool material. It's just a little bit on the soft side. It's again so another cool. stone that we haven't talked about is sunstone. No, and I was thinking, you know, the name moonstone is so fitting for that gems, the moonstone gemstone, and, and the sunstone, sunstone is, is so, so fitting, fitting for the, for the yeah, sunstone gem. That's true. I hadn't beautiful. thought about that. Yeah. They made good names. They do. It's uh, just it's much better than chrome diopside or something terrible like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, so then the last one to talk about is color change. So color change is uh, the most well-known color change gemstone would be alexandrite, which we've talked about before. It's The color change is kind of interesting. It uses um, a transition element. So transition elements, there's a lot of different ones. Uh, Chromium is probably the most well-known mm-hmm. and ha- is in the most stones. So it basically has selective absorption. So it allows some of the light, some of the different bands of light to pass or to, to transmit through and other ones to be absorbed. And so depending on what it absorbs and what it allows to transmit is how you get the different colors. And if that's close together and it has that in different areas, then you get the different colors based on what type of light it goes under. So like incandescent light has more red in it. So that's where you get your more your reds or your oranges mm-hmm. in that. And then in fluorescent or more our LED lights that we have today, is more blues and greens, and so that's where you get more of the blue or green side yeah. of the gemstone. So the color, any color of a gemstone, comes from what light is actually returned to your eye that is not absorbed. That is not absorbed by the gemstone. Right. So if a gemstone is green, that means that it, it is, is not trans- absorbing the green light. Right. It is. It is transmitting the green mm-hmm. light, not absorbing the green light. Yeah. So it has to do with what's getting absorbed at the time, and that is based on the frequency of the light. Right. So yeah. ultraviolet. And so there's uh, there's other stones other than just alexandrite. You also have you can get color change sapphire, garnet, spinel. Um, there's probably a few others, but those are the most well-known. Yeah, and there is a difference between color change and color shift. Right, right. So color shift is where you have it kind of like gemstone kind of shows kind of a wide range of color. Mm-hmm. Depending on what light you have it under, it shows more like more more purple or more a little more pink. So mm-hmm. it doesn't actually change between purple and pink, but it's some it goes from like a purpley pink to a pinkish purple, pinkish purple or, or something like that. So it's where the colors like if you're looking at a color wheel, it would have like the two colors right next to each other on the color wheel. It would show those two colors. And, and we call that's those more of a, a, shift. a color shift rather than a color change. A color change goes from one distinct two color distinct to colors. another distinct color. Like right. in your Alexandrite with the um red to green. Sure. But also, you do get distinct color changes, blue to purple. Yeah. And that yeah. kind of stuff. Our lotus garnet would probably be a shift. Yeah, it'd be more of a color shift. Yeah, because a lot of garnets can go from like a peachy pink to a yellowy pink to a... But but the underlying color is always the same. It's more pink. Pink. Yeah. Yeah. 
So cool. Yeah. So phenomenons, we have play of color. Yep. Opal. We have iridescence. Iridescence. Pearl. pearl. Labradorescence. Labradorite. Adularescence. Moonstone. Chatoyancy, which is the cat's eye. Cat's eye, cool stuff. Asterism. Stars. Also cool stuff. Adventurous. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I totally adventurescence, <laughs> which is your sunstone or your adventuring. Yep, and color change. And color change. Yeah. So cool. Those are all what we consider to be the phenomenal gemstones. And there are phenomenal gemstones that can display two of the phenomenon. That's right. So you can have cat's eye alexandrite. Ooh. Bam. Crazy. That's awesome. Because if you shine the light through it, you can have one side that looks green and one side that looks red. That's that's split by that Chatoyan band. Yep. Super so, cool. So there is the possibility to display more than one phenomenon. For sure. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. All right, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to another episode of Gem Junkies. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Brecken. And if you want to see what we do in our everyday life, you can check <laughs> us out on Facebook or Instagram at Parlay Gems. Yeah, and if you happen to be coming to the luxury show, you can stop by our booth and visit us, Luxury 30087. And it's Parlay. And we might just have a Gem Junkies pin for you hanging out yeah, there. Yeah, we got some new Gem oh, Junkie yeah, pins. Yeah, version that are, two. Version two, which so are not, much better. not plastic. <laughs> Sorry, so guys. So <laughs> even those of you that already have a Gem Junkies pin, you're going to want a new, new one. one. Yeah. Much better. And uh, yeah. version 2.0. Version 2.0. 2.0. So come and visit us. Come check us out. We'd love to. All right. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Bye bye. Bye.